focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Present, charge us, share the devotional this morning. Receive an amazing person. She is uh, physically small, but she is big in the spirit. She's a fireball. She is passionate. She is loyal. She is fiercely committed. She's intelligent. She is charismatic. And she's currently the team lead of the London and Training Sisters in the House. Rosie Keys. Come on, somebody. to say thank you so much Pastor Dami for having me. Please let's have our seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How was yesterday guys? How was yesterday? Did you literally see yourself in a new dimension? Did you literally see yourself breaking off? Did you see shells? Did you see scales falling? Hallelujah. Um, This morning we are just going to be really really talking um, about some of the things that God really has for us this season. I consider it a privilege and an honor to stand before you because I see that God has set us in families. He has set us in tribes. He has set up in systems. And what better place to be than in kingdom influencers, in nations, generations, and systems. Hallelujah! Praise God! I'm going to be, I'm so sorry, I may not be able to see it because um, I just would love to stand if it's permitted, sir. Yes, so you see, one of the things that God showed us yesterday was the fact that a lot of times, a lot of us have seen ourselves less than God sees us. You know, Pastor Dami was so, so clear when he began to talk about the fact that some of us have been cats. And it's not cats in the meow, meow, but cats in the way we've seen ourselves and our identity. And while the Holy Spirit began to brood in my heart about some of the things that God has for us this season, is the fact that God wants to show us how he sees us. God wants to show us, he wants, to look, he, he, he wants us to see us the way he sees us. And a very beautiful memory that I know a lot of us can relate to was when the Holy Spirit dropped um, an analogy, which I'll be using much in this particular um, short teaching this morning. How many of us have watched The Lion King? You've watched that, right? And I remember, because I'm a cartoon lover till today, I still watch Spongebob, so please don't um, describe. So, I remember a particular scene. You remember when Simba was young, he was a cub, and he said, and he started singing, oh, I just can't wait to be king. Remember the song, yeah? I remember when he was so excited about just being a ruler and being a king. That, that movie is prophetic. I hope you know that. You know, and then there was a particular time he was me, he was with the, the what's the name of that uh, bird, right? Rafiki or so, I can't remember. And they went to a territory, yes. And he was singing and there were hyenas. And then he was like, there was a confrontation and he began to roar. But the problem was that because he was small, his vocal cords could not roar the way a typical lion would roar. And so he was sounding like a meow kind of thing. So he did it the first time, the hyenas were laughing. He did it the second time, the hyenas were laughing. And the moment, the third time, they just heard a powerful roar and they ran and the father appeared. Who remember that scene? That is how it is when we are in situations where it looks like the devil is taking and mocking us. 
reminding us that this is who we are, this is who we are not. And then God steps as the lion of the tribe of Judah. And he roars away those enemies. Do you know that? And I, I, I said, Holy Spirit, what's the picture of this thing in scripture? And let's turn our Bibles to Psalm 18. Powerful scripture. I love it so much. You know that your um, statement, I'm so sorry if I spoil the language. Please don't, don't uh, flog me. Um, what does it mean? It means that I think when I ask, when I ask the question, it said, when somebody takes over, when God takes over your battle, that you that is the owner of the fight, you are afraid. So let's open to Psalm 18. Praise God. I'm so pumped up in my spirit. And I hear the Holy Spirit say that as many of us who are ready to receive a new dimension, those dimensions will be unlocked to us in Jesus' name. Yeah. Psalm 18. Oh God, when I read the scripture, I was afraid. Now listen to this. You know, Pastor Dami also talked about the earth trembling. And he talked about the unlocking of scrolls. And unlocking of seals. That when incense goes up, what happens? The earth shakes. That is why prayers must go up before territories are taken. In any system, prayers and altars must be raised before territories are taken. If you've been sent to a mountain, if you've been sent to a place of influence, your incense must go up. Lions do not, do not, lions, see when I was reading a research about lions, and one of the things they said that lions are not really the most hardworking. They sleep for like almost 20 hours of the day. But there was, a, there was a research that I read. It said, when they wake up at night, there are roarings that are usually done at night to remind everybody that is in that territory that if you come near this place, you are doomed. And do you know one of the distinguishing things about lions is that the lion is known by its most, en- its most feared enemy. And the enemy of the lion is the hyena. So you realize that God does not make mistakes. He's called the lion of the tribe of Judah for a reason. If you look at the scripture that Pastor Dami shared with us yesterday, he said that he told Judah, he said, your hand shall be on the neck of what? Your enemies. That means that conquering your enemies is part of your job description. Taking territories is part of our job descriptions. So we are not said to be cowardly. That is why he says as bold as what? A lion. Yes, there is the sheep dimension of God, but God is called the lion and what? The lamb. There has to be a dimension of you that roars. Not just in the place of noise making, but in the place of your altar and your fellowship. But also in the place of where you know this is my identity in God. And when you see things that are wrong in your home, you see things that are wrong in your marketplace, you see that things that are wrong in your territory, you stand up and you take authority. There is a level of God, please, I beg. There is a level of God I demand. And it is for sons. It is a privilege given to sons. So let's go to Psalm 18. I love the scripture so much. Um, I will start from verse 3. Because before God intervenes in any situation, there must be a cry. There must be a crying out. Even though, yes, he hears us even before we cry. Sometimes we have no word. Yet we call, isn't it? But you must call out. You must call out. It does not matter how long you have been calling. God is never too tired to hear your prayers. Because they rise as incense. Pastor Tommy says something. He said, prayer upon prayer. Incense upon incense. Do your own. Let the heavens do their own. But it doesn't mean that you stop praying. It doesn't matter how long that thing has been. It doesn't matter. And that is why the devil will come to mimic and bring hyenas and make you believe they are lions. One of the things that we must be careful as believers is that we must not be too quick to trust everyone who makes noise. Because capacity is not in noise making. It is an identity thing. 
thing that God does in everyone that he calls his kingdom representative, he reveals to them who he is. And then he reveals to them who they are. If you get those two things, you are ready to start taking territories. But altars must be raised. Altars must be raised. We are not here to play. We are not here to play. It may be in the place of prayer, it may be in the boardroom. It may be in the courtroom. But let it be known that yes, you stand for something. Before you walk into any mountain, the gates will lift up their hands and ask you, who is your king of glory? The gates will speak. So David cried out in um, Psalm chapter 3. He said, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and so shall I be saved from my enemies. I'm sure we know the song. We sang it yesterday. And he said, the sorrows of death compassed me and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. And then let's move to um, verse 6. He said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before his ears. The Bible says that he stores our tears in a bottle. God never forgets our prayers. And guess what happened in verse 7? I love this part. He says, and the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. Then went up a smoke out of his nostrils and fire out of his mouth divorced. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down and darkness was under his feet. Look at verse 10. He rode upon a cherub and did fly. Yes, he did fly upon wings of his winds. Then verse 13, I'm going to read this so that I don't waste much time. He said, the Lord also thundered in the heavens. So God not only came and rescued on it, but he thundered above. There was a unity there. And he said, the heavens gave his voice and hailstones and coals of fire. In other words, God came and he came by himself and he revealed the lion dimension of himself. And so, what is that word for us this morning? We are never alone. I think it was Elijah or Elisha that was saying when there was a battle. And he said, can you, Lord, open the eyes to see that greater is it that is with us and they that be with them. One of the things that the devil always wants to do is to attack your identity. Attack your understanding. But one of the things we must understand is that, look, I am a lion monkey, not a born goat. Lion, not a born cat. Tell your neighbor, say, lion, not a born cat. My father is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah. Another significant thing about lions that I want us to understand this morning is that lions will always attempt to eat things that are bigger than them. Lion does eat rats because it's bigger than a rat. You see a lion will pursue a, a, a giraffe. Do you know how big a giraffe? A giraffe can be, if a giraffe stands down, now the head can reach this level. It's that tall. But you see lions will pursue it. Lions like challenges. They don't call it challenges. They call it food. What somebody will call a challenge, a lion will call it food. Do you understand this? So that is why when God gives you a vision that is bigger than you, you are in good company. When God tells you that you are going to own that million, multi-million dollar conglomerate that is going to employ thousands of people, you are saying, God, how shall these things be? You are in the right company. You should be worried when God gives, when there are dreams that you have that are too small. When they are big, it shows that you are in the right place. And that is why look at the gold, they want billion souls. To money may be impossible with God. But with God. But what happens when you have the God inside you? All things are what? So from giraffes to elephants, to all things, they, 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 they enjoy it. They sit at sports. And they are not scavengers, they like their food fresh. Vulture 
to do what and do leftovers. Let them walk. Let us chop. Monkey, they walk. Baboon, they chop. It's a scavenger mindset. It's a scarcity mindset. The fact that you don't believe that your God is gracious enough to send provision exactly when you need it, even if you had nothing in your account before. Pastor Tommy said something. He said, grace responds to momentum. We move first. The designs we follow. We move first. We move first. We move first. So if you are waiting to, for everything to be perfect, you may not have the clear picture. That is why as incense goes up, those scrolls must what? Be broken. Because your understanding and your revelation must precede. You must move. Tell your neighbor, I must move. Tell your neighbor, I must move. Tell your neighbor, I must move. Somebody shout, we move. How many prophecies have gone forth? We're going to receive more today. But trust me, prophecy is just a part of the equation. There must be engagement. You must say, you must get ready to say yes to things that seem complex. Figure it out in the process. I live by a principle that says, say yes, then figure it out later. You will figure it out in the process. That is why I love what Pastor Dami does sometimes. He will just put you on the spot like he has put me on the spot this morning. But the grace will come outside. Because God does not leave his children without help. There's a particular scripture in the Bible that says that when you stand before the rulers and the authorities and they speak to you and you know what to say. He says, speak, I will tell you what to say. But your mouth must open. You will not say that I am afraid of writing the exam because I think I will fail. Go to the exam and see whether your mind will not open. God is a God of strategy. He is so intentional about the way he raises us. That is why Pastor Dom is going to be teaching us about tribes. One of the distinguishing things about lions is that they are not solitary hunters. They are not solitary hunters. There is so much you can do by yourself. There is only so much you can achieve by being a solo rider. Yes, I know you've been hurt. I know that you've had past issues where people betrayed your trust. But trust me, God has brought us and has set us in a family. You must know who is your own. And the Bible says that, and Jesus sent his disciples in twos. He knows why he sent them in twos. He said that if one chases a thousand, two will put what? Ten thousand to flight. He did not say two, he chased ten thousand. He said two, we what? Put, by the time they see the geometric progression and the force that both of you carry individually, especially in the realm of the street, the Bible says, if two people shall agree on a thing, what shall he do? It shall be established. So in the realm of the street, when there is unity, on earth, there is trinity in heaven. And that is why you don't need to convince the 10,000 to be put to flight. They will run by themselves. But like I said at the beginning, it starts with identity. And all through our Christian work, as much as we are going to shout today, as much as we are going to pray today, you must understand this thing. That our hearts must be changed from the inside. And that is why the song which came that Pastor Dami Sanjima was so prophetic said, I will know I will never be the same again. And he, as he was singing that song, I kept seeing a, a, a picture of each and every one of us lining the, up before mirrors. I remember the scripture that talked about that when you look at yourself in the mirror, you forget what you look like and walk away, but we are staying, we are dwelling. We are dwelling. Kings, this is a season that God is ready to run with those who are ready to run. It's no more, we're no more playing small. If there is anybody here, you've told yourself, God, I'm, I'm not sure. Look, God does not need your qualifications to qualify you. So I'm here to 
inspire and put hope in the heart of one this morning. I have 23 seconds more. If there is one thing you will get away from today, make sure that you are as hungry as you've never been. Make sure that you are hungry as you've never been. The Bible says, blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall what? They shall be filled. Don't be afraid of doing things that are bigger than you. Come on, kings, we are territory takers. We are not hyenas. We don't wait for people to do the work. Then we want to go and remove, look at their remnants. We kill and eat. Tell your neighbor, arise. Now arise. 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 Kill and eat. Arise. Kill and eat. Arise. Kill and eat. Arise. Kill and eat. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.